Are you looking for a pair of sunglasses that are as about a good time as we are here at the corner booth? Well, look no further. Yeats official sunglasses are polarized, stylish, and fit any occasion. All of us here at the corner booth, we each got a pair. We're rocking right now in studio. You want yours? Go to yeatsofficial.com, promo code cornerbooth for 10% off, and get your pair now. My personal recommendation, the Aquas, always fly as hell. Enjoy it. Yeats Official, official sponsor of the Corner Booth Podcast. You are now in the Corner Booth Podcast, a sports podcast from Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network. Here is your host, Jared Clinton. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time. It's Thursday. It's Corner Booth pregame. You ready? No debate, cause it's over. I'm too official, got the drip, I got the sauce. Bring the proof when it's time to tell the truth. I'll be at the corner booth, find me in the corner booth, yeah. Still standing in defiant. Slay the competition, cause I'm walking like a giant. Bring the proof when it's time to tell the truth. I'll be at the corner booth, find me in the corner booth, corner booth. I see as well. Hey, I, I I feel like I have not officially said this. I've tiptoed around it. Hey, will you marry me? Do I have to answer now? Or? <laughs> um, no, you have time. You you can think about it. You can think about a way to say no without hurting my feelings if you want. Oh Lovely. My God. I'll send you a letter. Just don't <laughs> even. Right, cool. Person. Thank you. I'll I'll send you my address later so you can send it to my house. Yeah, I'm never giving you my address. I don't want you getting my address. Oh, I know. I, I... Ladies and gentlemen, I'm feeling great today for multiple freaking reasons. One, we are another day closer to Christmas. Two, I have officially six days of work left before I go uh, b- before the new year. I did the math today. I have six days of PTO, four days of holiday pay, and two we- two days of weekends. Mm-hmm. And I have a piece of popcorn in my beard. Perfect. Either way. And also, it's victory freaking Monday over the damn Giants. Sorry, B. Um, on top of that, I just realized I won like 20 bucks last night. I, co- I thought I had a whole losing night. That Chargers game was huge for me. Not only did it keep me even with Matt for picks this week, it also won me a twelve a $12, oh no, a $13 parlay that I completely forgot I placed. That's funny. I um, So, funny story about the parlay we made. I had a chance to hedge it. With uh-huh. uh, I think like it was a hundred fifty six dollar payout if all of the all of the games that we chose on the show hit and I was all I needed was Miami to win, so they score touchdowns ten to seven. They offered me a seventy dollar cash out and I said nah, I'll let it roll. I'll, like I'll give it another quarter. And of course I fall asleep. So then I wake up and I'm like looking. I'm like ah, oh, I see Justin Herbert's crowned like pretty much to his daddy. I'm like you gotta be fucking kidding me. So I look and of course I can't hedge it anymore. So I had a chance to break half. I didn't. But it was only like six dollars. So what are you gonna do? So yesterday, I had a chance at winning twenty seven hundred dollars. Yeah, I know that one. Daniel Jones <clears throat> needed to throw a damn interception. I called Miles for over eighty five yards and two touchdowns. I called Jalen for an anytime tutty. I called Devontae for an anytime tutty, and I called four plus Eagle sacks. That's a that's a layup. DraftKings, by the way, if you ever want to lay a bet. Just draft Eagles plus four and a half sacks. They do it every single week. Between Hassan Reddick, Josh Sweat, and Javon Hargrave and BG, one of them is at least getting two. 
And you know what the sad part is, is that in that entire part, that entire parlay you just mentioned, Daniel Jones with an interception, it was probably a given, especially he the way that they're playing. playing. He was bound. To I got to give around. some love to, to 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 Vanilla Vic for a second because this motherfucker was completing good throws. Mm-hmm. The problem was he had no time to throw. Yeah, no, there was just no. Hassan Reddick was literally in his lap before he got the snap. Anytime you're, anytime Daniel Jones plays a clean game, whether he doesn't turn the ball over, like you know, via fumble or interception, you got to win those games. But they didn't, they didn't give him any protection. He was getting sacked left and right. Saquon didn't have a Saquon type game. I think he's, uh, I think he's got three or four straight games of under seventy yards rushing. Um, but they, I mean, it's kind of weird because we're watching it and we're like, why isn't Saquon getting the ball? And He's questionable with a neck injury, but they're still throwing him in there. And I'm like, they're only going to play him half the time, but I wouldn't even play him at that point. Neck is serious, man. The Jets had uh, Quincy and Nunwa was the same draft year as Odell Beckham, and he had a lot of promise. He was a great receiver for us. And he had, you know, back to back season ending neck injuries and it automatically took him out of his career. So you got to be careful with those. I wouldn't have played him if it was a neck injury. Know what the crazy part is? I'm sorry, I just popped him off because. <laughs> I didn't eat enough food today, and I worked out really freaking hard before I came here. Because today's my first day with an official dietitian. Like, she can nice. actually check my check, check my exercise and my food logs through the first format. So, shout out to Olivia for helping my fat ass get in shape. Um, hmm. the, the crazy thing is, though, like, so, like, I'm, I'm thinking about this one at the gym. A lot of our listeners work out with me. The gym, surprisingly, I have, like, seven or eight people who work out with me who listen to the show. Shout out to Luke, Dom, and the boys. I was talking to two of them today about bets for tonight's game for Monday football. And I, I'm thinking about this. So I'm going to have to throw five bucks in just to throw a parlay down. We're talking about betting, right? Tonight's game, I'm like, oh, I hate this game. And I'm thinking to myself, Cardinals at home, season's on the line. Mm-hmm. Mac Jones on Monday night, not great. They're away. He's a new Kirk Thuggins. He can't throw a ball in primetime. I mean, if I'm, uh, what are the, what are even the Cardinals' record right now? Uh, I think they're four and seven, four and eight. All right, so they're 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 out of it. But if I'm Kyler Murray, four and eight, yeah, hmm. yeah, they're 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 done. But if I'm Kyler Their Murray, I'm, Eagles were last year. They have to win out. Yeah, but like I said, like I was saying, if I'm Kyler Murray, I'm like, all right, well, the Seahawks are dropping games. As Brock Purdy won this past game, but I mean the guy had under 200 yards passing against that Tampa Bay defense and it's a seventh round rookie running uh, quarterback. I'm looking at this. Like if I got to win out, this might be my best shot to do it. I got a seventh round rookie uh, quarterback as a starting guy leading the division. And then the Seahawks are starting to go down. This is the time to start to win out. If you're going to win out, you got to start with this game. This is six and six Patriots that are very beatable. So, and they're at home. So I also, when I placed, if I placed anything, I would be looking at the Cardinals mostly because they're the underdogs. So the money line is obviously plus whatever, but yeah. I think this is a very winnable game for the Cardinals. My biggest thing, which I love, when we go from betting to jumping right into the Monday Night Football preview, and we'll do our we'll do our parlays in a second. Are well, you, the betting's going to obviously. Oh, I'll do, do one tonight. tonight? It's obviously going to evolve around Monday night, so we might as well get to it. Yeah, right. Um, we'll talk about Sunday Night Football. In a, I mean, I'll put a ball on Sunday Night Football last night. I love all those the shitting on Emmanuel Acho, and I'll talk about that in a little bit, obviously, because. We'll talk about that game during the month, the 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 the, the uh, one sentence game. So maybe we'll just leave that out. I'll say about this game tonight. One, Mac Jones, I think is the new Kirk Cousins. Like not like good Kirk Cousins. I'm talking prime time Kirk Cousins, like where he's going to throw a thousand interceptions. Mm-hmm. 
I do like Stevenson for a couple of, because the Cardinals can't stop the run. What nah. kept them, even in their good games this year, the one thing they can't stop is a downhill runner, and that's what reminds her Stevenson is. I like Stevenson for at least 50 yards and a tutty. Um, I think the key tonight is, is Cliff desperate enough to basically say, all right, F it, we're going to toll all the stops. we got to beat old Bill. I think if the Patriots lose, they're not eliminated from playoff contention, but they're close to being. They're not eliminated because they're not. Yeah, they wouldn't be eliminated. The uh, Chargers they are not in the seventh spot. Yeah, yeah, the Cardinals will be eliminated if they lost tonight. Um, mm-hmm. And the Patriots would have to lose tonight and next week. Yep. So that all being it's a pretty oh, big possibility. No, no, I was saying if they oh, lose yeah, yeah. it, it's a decent possibility that they can be because next week it's not going to be easy, but next week the Jets have the Lions, and it's a winnable game for either team. But if the Jets could win that game, that would just that would make it a make or break for the Patriots to have to win or lose out that one. You know what? All right, so we'll get into our uh, we'll get into our, want to get into our parlays. You ready for this? I'm ready. I'm what just up, signing in. What a fan do I love DraftKings? Let's rock and roll. <clears throat> All right. I already have Cardinals money line plus two and a half. That's, that's just no brainer. It's plus one fifteen right now. Oh yeah. Anytime touchdown goal. Ramondre Stevenson. Same. Yep. And who do I also like tonight? Give me Hunter Henry. I feel I can see it. Not not just because both of them are on my fantasy team. It's because you know I'm just I'm feeling confident. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the safer option and just assume that eventually it's gonna have to be a shootout type game. I'm gonna go DeAndre and Ramondre. I'm gonna throw D Hop in as well. Is D Hop playing tonight? Can you check on that before we finish these bets off? Yeah, let me Google that. That's a good that's a good point to make before we even do that. Because if not DeAndre, I'll go Hollywood Brown. Uh, not seeing anything that says he's not. I'm seeing a lot of betting options saying, you know, Patriots, Cardinals, player props, Murray and DeAndre Hopkins for Monday night. So I'm not seeing see anything that says, yeah, I'm not seeing anything. That says Andre, 64 and a half at minus 215. Yeah. What are you feeling um, for passing yards? I'm thinking Jones uh, throws for over 227. Give me Kyler okay. for two twenty four. I'm not liking the, the Patriots secondary is good. It is, but Mac, but the Cardinals is not. So I would take the over. I think on Mac Jones passing. I'm gonna take Mac Jones over passing. I almost take Mac Jones for interception as well, though. Okay. See that Patriots defense is tough to where it scares me to take the over on like. James Conner is 50 and a half rushing. I'm going to have both quarterbacks throw an interception. I think Ramondre, do you think Ramondre is going to get 76 and a half or more? Uh, no, I had him at 64. Okay. I'm getting rid of Hunter Henry. I'm not, I'm not feeling that confident in it. Like, no, actually, no, fuck it. I'm, I'll do it. Um, Defensive props. I love a least uh I love that it won't let me do team sacks. That's that's kind of bullshit. I'll take Matt Judon for at least a sack. Um what'd you say? No, I said that's safe. He's he's uh one of the best pass rushers right now in the league. 
I'm going to take D Hop. <clears throat> I'm going to take Devon. Uh, I'm going to take D Hop for at least. I'm, I, no, I'm staying away from receiving props. Receiving props yeah. is what gets me into trouble every time. Yeah, that's what's. Uh, that's what I'm staying away from right now too. See if there's any ones of the popular ones I like. Um. Yeah, you know what? Give me Kyler rushing yards. Something about it tells me that he's gonna run for some yardage. Uh, give me Kyler rushing yards at thirty-five yard, thirty-five plus thirty. Uh, yeah. So, all right, here we go to review. Cardinals money line. Ramondre Stevenson, D Hop, anytime touchdowns, along with Hunter Henry. Um, 64 and a half for Stevenson, two, 224 through the air for Murray. Both quarterbacks are INTs. Hunter, um, one sack for Matt Judon and 35 yards rushing for Kyle Murray. I kind of want to drop Kyler's passing yards. Mm, yeah, that's, that's, I think that's fair. If you're going to take the over on the rushing, I think that's fair to, or safe to take the lesser on the passing. Right now, I got the Cardinals money line to win. Stevenson and DeAndre anytime touchdowns. Mac Jones over 227.5. Um, Ramondre 60 plus, and Kyler over 36.5 rushing. There you go. I'd say 41.15 odd. Uh, I am looking at 4,500 even with a profit boost of 65%, growing <laughs> at 81,000. So. A two dollar bet would pay out sixteen hundred dollars and sixteen hundred and twenty two dollars. <throat> Let's ride. I'm thinking like five bucks. What are you doing? Just two. <laughs> Listen, I am a greedy bastard when it comes to my own money and gambling. That is why I don't lose money gambling. <clears throat> That's why I that stick small to my win big baby. It's how I win. Listen, I've hit three big bets this year, and they've literally carried my 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 uh, bottom line the entire year. My golden rule is I never put anything down more than ten dollars. The only game I ever like... bet more than fifteen dollars on was Miami, Florida State, and look how that turned out. Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about it. I once, like a couple years ago, I once put like fifty bucks down on. Uh, on uh, Derek Henry to have over 80 yards rushing against somebody in a hit. I only won like, you know, 80 bucks in total. So I only won like $30 on top of it, but that was like the scariest time ever. And it was just 50 bucks. So I'm never going over that again. I'll always do 10. It, dro- it dropped to 72,000. So I lost uh, $200 just now because of um of, um odds change for something. I think it was for hop scoring a touchdown. Hmm. <clears throat> But it is a no sweat parlay, so I get those two dollars back. There you go. No sweat two dollars. Oh my god, splurge. Listen, right? I'll put that I'm down five. for one of the bowl games this weekend. Shit. That's true. There you go. That'll be a fun six pack for that. All right. Oh my god, the six pack this week's gonna be hilarious. I think we're gonna have Kelsey on this week. We haven't had him on in like a month, it feels like. I don't know. Thanksgiving. Um all right. Final thoughts. I have the Cardinals winning. Who do you have? Um, I got the Cardinals winning. I You're not going to hear me say the Patriots are going to win um, this week, mostly because I need them to lose for my own sake. But Cardinals at home, Cardinals at home, I think they got the better offense. Um, the defense goes to the Patriots, obviously, but I'm going to take the Cardinals at home. I think they're going to squeak one away. I think the Patriots are kind of out and done. Mm-hmm. So give me give me give me Arizona. 
Kirk Cliff Kingsbury <clears throat> also has to coach to fight for his job. So I'll take the uh, the desperate in Arizona right now. Fair enough. You ready to review the diabolical six pack that we did last week? Oh, I'm ready. All right. Cue the rock music. All right, here we go. Starting off the Army-Navy game. <laughs> the two bigger branches of America's, uh, America's Armed Forces squaring off in the most boring football game I had ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. I swear to God, it was more interesting watching an episode of Downton Abbey than it was watching the first <laughs> half of this game. Overtime was even worse. The only thing that made this great was a blocked punt and somehow Army hitting a game-winning field goal. Yeah, I, I would have rather watched the entire first season of Little House on the Prairie than have to watch that game all over again. That was a uh, very snooze fest of a game. Shout out to Army for coming through for my own pick, Sanity. Um, but not a uh, not a game I'd recommend anybody to watch out of excitement. So, going on. Biting kneecaps versus Kirk Thuggins. Lions came in, they saw, they kicked their ass. That game was not as close as you think it was. That last KJ Osborne touchdown made it a little closer, but Lions playing good football. I'm gonna tell you what, man, ain't nobody stopping them, man. They're getting dangerous, and especially your Jets your better fucking look out. This is gonna be scary this week. Listen, everything has to come to a halting stop eventually, and it's gotta be this week for the Lions, but Listen, shout out to them. I did not at all think that they were going to beat the Vikings. I, I picked them, obviously, but I didn't have like much confidence in picking them. But they they shut the world up, man. They beat the 10-2, and two, I think, at the time, Vikings. So shout out to them and Dan Campbell rallying that team up. I just wish that this was the team I saw in the beginning of the year because we all thought they were going to win nine games or so. And yeah. they still might. But if they played like this the entire season, they could have had maybe 10, 12 wins. But shout out to the Lions, though, coming back, making a comeback for that wild card. Fair enough. Um, I thought this was a sucker's bet. That's why I picked the Lions. I'm like, there's no way in hell. Everyone is in their mother is going to pick the Vikings this week. And Vegas is going to mm-hmm. make a shitload of the Vikings if the Lions win. I made some money along with Vegas. So, what up? Mm-hmm. All right. Next up, speaking of the Jets, they've taken on the Bills in the second most boring game I watched this weekend. Yeah. Holy hell. I don't think until Dawson Knox did his best Jerome Simpson impression did they actually score a touchdown. Josh Allen and him just decided to throw caution and their bodies into the wind and score. Both Matt and I, of course, predicted this one correctly as well. Both of us took the bills. Matt did it begrudgingly because I know his soul is a little dead inside this morning. Yeah, it's just tough. Like you know the what? Fact, just like uh, Michael Carter's chance of ever playing for the Jets again. Yeah, that, w- that was tough because that was such a promising drive. We were, we, were, we were running it down the field. It really felt like we were going to at least tie it up or make some sort of comeback. Um, it's, you know what, the positive out of all that is that one, the Jets covered the spread because they did lose by 10. But also, Mike White is a dog. And Mike White Mike has White everything. Mike is the I've ever seen play quarterback in the Jets. Mike White took two consecutive spears, like straight up like Batista edge style spears into the midsection, left the game multiple times with rib injuries, came back, still finished the game and had them within one possession to tie it up. So shout out to Mike White. He's got that dog in him. He's a he's a fighter and Salah's committing to him for next week. There you go. Um, well, at least somebody put up a fight. Uh, unfortunately, the New York Giants did not. Um, they are going to have a great, great team. 
in about a year or two. Yeah. Brian Dable is the right coach. They have the right running back. They have some good defensive pieces. And that's it. Yeah. Um, their secondary looked like a passing league defense. Um, mm-hmm. The Eagles basically were kicking their teeth in and toying with them. And I kind of felt bad because <laughs> you're not your fiance is not the only Giants fan I felt bad for last night. Shout out to my oh, boy yeah. Maserati who had to watch that horrific showing. Because the thing was... Miles Sanders said, oh, bet I was your backup in college. I'm about to make you look stupid, Saquon. Um, the Eagles' run defense is no joke. Um, the Eagles' secondary basically fell asleep back there because the pass rush was just getting to Daniel Jones. Anytime Jones got the ball off, it was a good throw. They had one drive where I was like, oh, shit, the Giants are moving the ball. And then the defense is like, all right, we've had enough of a break. Time to get back after it. The unfortunate thing about the Giants-Eagles game was is that I think if they played again next week, the game will be closer. I think the Eagles just punched in the mouth so hard, so fast early, that it basically just killed the game. I don't care. It like in that it took a blocked punt and a punt, our punter basically breaking his ankle trying to pick up a blocked punt runner for first down, which he almost did, by the way, which is crazy. Oh, by the way, Brent Kern, former Pro Bowler, signed with the Eagles to replace Aaron Sipos, who's out for I think seven. So, uh, like, yeah. I think almost the answer championship game if, he, if they were to make it that far. So, um, man, Eagles are just they they're 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 in that Chiefs, Bills, Dolphins, Cowboys class where they're just kicking everyone's teeth in. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, it. Yeah, it, um, it was it was tough watching that game in the sense of I was just you know I was I was hoping for a, a tough fought game, but like you were saying, listen, the Giants in a couple years are going to be really good. I mean, they got some, they got to work on pass protection, they got to work on defense and secondary. But in my opinion, Daniel Jones, he's not the franchise guy, but he's good enough to win you eight or nine games right now. If you just put a competent, high scoring, wide receiver in there, like if Odell Beckham was healthy. That would make sense to put them into that roster, and they would be in a much better improved team. They would get that wild card, and they would make a run for it. Um, unfortunately, right now, there's just not a lot of options for them. So whatever happens this year is going to happen this year. But next offseason, just get a receiver, get some more pass protection, and I think the Giants would be perfectly fine in 2023. Fair enough. So we still do one set. We still do the 25-second game. There we go. We'll speed run these. Uh, Bucks 49ers. This game was shut off for... Panthers, Seahawks. That's all I got to say. Listen, Thursday night, I listed all of the backup quarterbacks in the last couple of years that beat Tom Brady. Now you're going to add Brock Purdy to that list. So that's all I got to say is that backup quarterbacks over Tom Brady. You were the only person who hit that list because mm-hmm. everyone else thought about how he's the only rookie. He was the first rookie to beat Tom Brady. It's like he's also the yep. first backup. He's not the first backup to beat Tom Brady. No. Um, Seahawks, what the fuck? Next. Um, yeah. I hate Sam Darnold and his mono getting ass. I want him kicked in the shins. And you know what's great about that? You know what's great about that is that Sam Darnold might do enough for Carolina to keep him next year, and we all know, we all know, Sam Darnold is going to be Sam Darnold. Well, Macadoofus is that dumb and a dumb run OC. Speaking of dumb, the Texans should have put the Cowboys away. What the hell? I watched I, me getting a perfect parlay and yours dying swap within a 30-second window, and I'm like, oh, kill me already. Yeah, I um, uh, it's just tough because it's just it's such a wild spread that you obviously assume that it's going to be some sort of trap game. So, 
Shout out to the Texans for making it a game because I think everybody thought they were going to get blown out by the Cowboys. And the fact that the Cowboys had to come from a 98-yard drive just to win them that game is insane. Um, maybe take some steam off the Cowboys' momentum in the sense of everybody saying they're the team to beat in the NFC because how do you how do you barely beat the Texans and you're, you're named the best team ever in the NFC right now? But kudos to the, to the Texans. I'm anxious to see that fire sale they're going to have at the end of the year. We tied this week six to six because <laughs> you didn't take an upset yeah. this week, unfortunately. So, yeah, my upset was supposed to be the pack, the um, the Niners. I didn't realize they were the favorites. I thought they would automatically be the underdogs when you're going against Tom Brady, but it's all good. Uh, my backup gimme was the Chiefs. I should have taken that. I would have had a perfect week. So, last time I bet on the fucking Seahawks. All right, <clears throat> perfect timing. Actually, we ended up perfectly. All right. Matt, it's time for everyone's favorite segment. It is time for the meat and potatoes of this meal. We're talking the 25-10s game. Everyone knows the rules are simple. Matt and I get 25 seconds to break down the game. We go over. We move on. Sentence is over. It does not matter. So, that being said, we're going to kick it off. I almost said the 25 minutes because I can't think straight today. All right, getting it going. Thursday Night Football, Rams, Raiders, Baker's Revenge, the football gods are great people. Yeah, I unfortunately have to go through an offseason of Rams fans telling me that Baker Mayfield's a savior and that he's rejuvenated and rejoiced in the life of L.A., but uh, shout out to Baker. That was that was a fun game to watch, um, but let's not forget the player he was last year and this past year, so <clears throat> calm the Jets, L.A., but good job. I'm a believer in the Baker re- redemption. Eagles, Giants, I've already beat this to death, just like the Eagles beat the Giants to death. Um, Jalen Hurts looks great. Miles Sanders looks like a thousand. Oh, by the way, we've broken the Chip Kelly curse. Since the Chip mm-hmm. Kelly year where he destroyed my entire life and childhood and roster, uh, the Eagles now had a thousand-yard rusher or receiver. They've done both in the same game. So, nice. good job, Birds. Congrats, AJ and Miles. <clears throat> Oh, I've got nothing to say at the game. I, I don't disagree with anything you said. <laughs> and I don't know if that pauses for me or if you needed to catch your breath. No, that was for you, buddy. Um, Moving on. Jets, uh, Jets, Bills, we've talked at nauseum about this game already. Uh, both are going to be playoff teams. Both are good teams. Mike White is the toughest bastard on the field, and the second toughest mm-hmm. bastard on the field is probably Josh Allen or Dawson Knox. Like, this was just a yeah. beat-em-up, grind-it game. Loved it. It was boring as hell, but both teams are really good. Yeah, whether he's the franchise quarterback next year or not, the Jets have a better quarterback in Mike White than they do in Zach Wilson right now with the offense. There's a better chemistry, moves the ball better down the field. He is a tough guy. He has earned the respect from everybody, and I pray that we can squeeze into the wild card this year, and I'm anxious to see how they do the rest of the year. All righty, moving on. Oh, by the way, Garrett Wilson is that dude. He's going to be oh, a top man, 10 receiver in the next He season. just broke the, uh, he broke the Jets rookie receiving record. Which is really just, sad. What was it? It's what eight something. It was eight forty eight. I think I could be wrong. It was Keyshawn Johnson's record in the late nineties, but he just got he's got eight sixty eight right now. So he's he's going to top a thousand, which is going to be exciting. There you go. All right, the Cleveland ball, the the Ohio ball. Um, the 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 Cleveland Bill Cosby versus the Cincinnati Bungles. All right. All I gotta say is this: just like Bill Cosby, they ended up with a loss. Um, the Browns just, they suck, man. They, they're, they're bad. And this is just, this is just karma kicking them in the teeth. 
Jimmy Haslam wanted to play with fire, and here's the here's the game getting burned. Yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, Deshaun Watson, you know, I, th- I think everybody kind of thought he was going to step in. He was going to make a bigger impact on this team. Right now they're one-on-one one with him. He had a much better game, 26 of 42 for a touchdown and interception, 276 yards, uh, 33 rushing yards. So playing a little more like older Deshaun Watson, still shaking that rust off. So we'll see how they do the rest of the year. But shout out to the Bengals, man. They're looking like them and the Ravens, but they're looking like they're they're making a run back for the division this year. North is back, baby. All righty. Cowboys, Texans, the Battle of Texas. What the hell was that play yeah. call on fourth down, Houston? Stop trying to throw games. You had it. Oh, my God. Who calls a bootleg against a seven-man rush? That's all I got to say. You're up. We were very close to having Hector back on the show and just having him have a celebratory show about how the it Texans actually beat. yesterday, too, so. That's actually, yeah, man. He was probably excited, too. They were about to beat the Cowboys. And, uh, you know, uh, hats off to to – Davis Mills and everybody, they they fought hard. Um, unfortunately, that's it's going to be a lot different next year. There's going to be a different quarterback, different players, <laughs> different coach, most likely. So enjoy it while you got. Finds a good apartment down there in Houston. Yeah, uh-huh. I, I hope he. Uh, I don't know. I hope he comes up with some better retirement uh, situation because uh, Texans ain't going to be great. Hey, spot listen, for man, they may just be a quarterback head coach away. I mean, their offensive line's improving. They need another wide receiver, obviously, but they have a ton of draft picks. Thanks to the, yeah. Yeah. The Cleveland Cosby's uh, giving them all their money. I'm sorry. That what, joke's uh, never going to get old. Oh, I know you got to see what John Mechie's going to have for you next year. Hopefully he can play. Uh, Brandon cooks is not looking happy there. So I assume you move him, but we'll see what that team looks like next year, but they got that's a lot 40 of 40 million to dead cap. Oh my mm-hmm. God. That's why they didn't move him in the off season. <clears throat> all right. Lions, Vikings, biting kneecaps, kicking ass, and freaking Panay Sewell sliding on grass. I love it. That tackle, the tackle catch for the first down was the best thing I'd seen all season. I love mm-hmm. the Lions. They're fun. Also, shout out Jameson Williams. That dude is a rocket. And the fact is, the Lions may have the fastest receiving corner football, like faster than Phillies. It's crazy. Yeah. DJ Chark moves too, man. That, that guy is quick. Ran a 3 4 1 at the combine. Yeah. Listen, this is um this is a Lions team that I was hoping was gonna play like this once I saw the hard knocks in the offseason. So I'm happy to see them playing like this now. I wish they had the same effort early in the year. It would have been really fun to see the Lions on wild card or even division contention. Um so we'll see what they do, but we'll we'll see we'll see what they do going forward. But um hopefully they lose next week. That's it. I think besides you guys, they have one game against a team of five hundred record. Um wow. I could very well see the uh, Lions winning out. It's scary, but it's possible. It's very scary. And you know the worst part is the Giants are on a losing skid. The Commanders have a rough schedule. It is very possible they sneak in the back end of the schedule. It is very possible. Both of the Commanders and the Giants' rest of the schedule is pretty tough. Jaguars, Titans. All I'm going to say is thank you, Jaguars, for getting me some money. You, the Ravens. And the Chargers, my three. What the hell are these guys underdogs parlay? Got me twelve fifty. It's why I'm betting today. Also, come on, Dougie P against Mike Vrabel. One's crafty, one's too bullheaded. It was gonna happen. I think the Titans are dead in the water. They gotta draft another quarterback next year. Yeah, they. Uh, you know, you got to see what Malik Willis is going to have, but you know what? It's not a big commitment to him because he was a later round draft pick, so they can very well go and take somebody else. It was fourth or fifth, third or fourth. I think he was. He was. I think he was past the third. So I'd say fourth or fifth. But I mean, so there's really no 
you know, there's really no commitment to him. So they can definitely go out and get CJ Stroud. They can go get Bryce Young. They can get whoever they want to get right now. Will Levis, whoever they want to do. Um, Anthony Richardson. But end of the day, they got to make a big switch up because that the Tannehill is not the guy anymore. They got nobody to for him to throw to. They got no pass protection. Uh, shout out to the Jaguars. We all love Dougie P. And uh, Trevor Lawrence is looking better each game so far. So he's, he's looking like he's improving. It's just It's crazy to see what a coach can do once you get rid of somebody that's just toxic like Urban Meyer. Fair enough. All right, Ravens, Steelers, I'm going to make this quick, just like the scoring was in this game, because there were 30 total points scored. <laughs> Gross. Um, I guess Lamar's playing on Thursday or Saturday. Who came in for Huntley? Playing? I don't even know. I think it was Anthony Brown. I don't even know where who he is. Who the fuck is that? Let me find this quarterback. Either way, this game was ugly. Steelers suck. Mike Mike Tomlin's about to get his first losing season. Boom. That game must have been so bad that it's not even listed on the ESPN scores app. Oh, there it is. I was about to say they they didn't even want that one. I just need to see who this quarterback was for the Ravens. Yeah, Anthony Brown. He went three for five for sixteen yards. I have no idea. He says he's quarterback. Okay. I guess I trust it. He's from Oregon. He's 24 oh, years old. Oh, okay, yeah. He was the guy who beat Ohio State last year. <clears throat> well, he uh, he did just Undrafted enough to – Undrafted rookie uh, out of Oregon. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, Kenny Pickett uh, must have got rocked, I think, right? Yeah. Mitch, I throw nothing but – I don't know what it is with the Steelers this year. I think they're going to lead the NFL in team interceptions. <laughs> well, they did a pretty good job of surrounding themselves with that. I mean, Mitchell Trubisky is fucking turnover machine, and Kenny Pickett is just literally like his, Kenny his fucking Pickett. Literally Kenny INT. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Chiefs Broncos. Broncos country. Wow. Let's really cry. Russell plays his best game of the season, and the dude gets his head blown in like jelly. Mm-hmm. I, I'm praying for Russ's mental health. Maybe he got hit so hard he'll stop saying Broncos country, let's ride. But, like, dude, like, his face, I was serious. It was, like, too a bad. I was like, oh, my God. So, like, yeah, pray for that Russ. that was a tough one. Jerry Judy looking like actual receiver for the first time all season, by the way. Yeah, not what I thought was going to happen with this game. And this was a game where I was pounding the month, the uh, spread hard. I really thought the Chiefs were going to blow them out by ten or more. Um, Surprising they didn't. If they just, if they did, if they did. It would have been very good for myself, but they didn't. But it's okay because you know we're only talking two dollars. But the it's not what I thought. But shout out to the Broncos because they put up a big fight. Hopefully Russell Wilson's okay. Maybe he'll come back and play like Seattle Russell. Um, but that was a scary. That was that was a scary head injury. Um, so I pray that he's okay and that nothing serious happened from that. We also throw in a little love to uh, my man Marlon Mack making a return. Yeah, I got the notification. I'm like, great, not Latavius Murray, who's in my lineup. <laughs> it's all right. I almost picked up Murray and free agency this week. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do Travis Homer, and now he's injured. So great. Uh, uh, I'm still gonna secure first place in uh, fantasy in my division with an eight and six record. I think I still have Zonovan, Zonovan Knight on my bench. I oh, man. You got to put that guy in. He's a dog right now. He probably had well, some I'm like looking because, like, I, I had a bye week this week. So, like, it didn't really matter to me. What did he put up points wise? He had a touchdown. I, I think he had a touchdown. Yeah. So I picked up Travis Homer and dropped Darius Slayton, but I'm dropping Travis Homer now that he's injured because I have to play uh, my boy Justin next week. Oh, Travis Homer's injured? Yeah. 
Uh, so what I might do is I might pick up uh, what's his face. Oh, T.Y. Hilton, by the way, signed with the Cowboys this morning. Yeah, I gave him three weeks before he's on IR. <laughs> what, who, what's worse, his ankles or Deshaun Jackson's hamstrings? Ayo! <laughs> Listen, the, uh, the Cowboys being out of the Odell sweepstakes is interesting. The only thing is that Odell, I don't think, is going to be healthy enough to really contribute this year unless it's like deep into the playoffs. But Cowboys signing T.Y. is interesting. I mean, he should be healthy. He hasn't played at all this year. He's been a free agent. Uh, I just don't have confidence that he'll make three consecutive games without getting some sort of injury. Um, so it'll be, I guess, so I'm curious to see how he's going to do. It's an exciting move. I wouldn't put him over Michael Gallup on the depth. Um I probably put him behind Noah Brown, to be honest with you, but we'll see how that works out, and we'll see where Odell lands. Apparently, he's been kept up with a constant communication with the Chiefs, but they haven't scheduled a visitation for him yet. Fair enough. All right. Finally, we're moving back to the games here. Let's try to make these ones quick because we've been going over a little bit without Mason, I guess, because I'm used to him with his best Chris Collins with impression. <laughs> oh, by the way, shout out to Mason today, man. Good luck on your final, dog. All right, uh, Panthers Seahawks. I've already yelled about this game enough. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah, no, I'm good. Sam Donald, Sam Donald. You'll see it in a week or two. Just had to fuck me in that parlay. I swear. Um, <laughs> and Dolphins Chargers. Um, Dolphins got exposed again by a West Coast team. Yeah, that meme says it all for our folks here <laughs> this on is YouTube. My favorite picture. Um, it's here. Here's the problem. It really is just. I think the Dolphins are a good team, but they're not a great team. This is the third, second week in a row they've gotten punched in the mouth and gotten exposed. Yeah, it's um, I don't want to take anything away from the Dolphins. I've been very critical of them. They're still a the great year. team, but they're not yeah, a no. great, great team. They've got two tremendous receivers that are having fantastic years. Um, they have been doing a lot with the run game without even really having anybody at that position. If that makes sense. Um, yeah. Tua's doing a lot better than we all thought he was going to do. So shout mm-hmm. out to them. I don't want to take anything away from them. Mike McDaniels has been doing a terrific job this year. But like you said, back to back, like the Niners have an amazing defense. Chargers are weaker defense. So interesting to see how they do against teams that are, you know, a, a 500 or above. But we'll see what they do the rest of the year. My alarm just woke ghost up. <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> He's passed off the couch. He's like looking around like, what happened? No, buddy, you can go back to sleep. It's okay. I don't want you knocking shit over. <laughs> All right, that is it for the one. Uh, sorry, not one sentence. 25, 25 second game, not bad, right? Second run, a little rustier, but we got it. All right, anything you want to talk about before we move into um, our top 10 list? Uh, no, nah, I'm good. We can go right into it. Uh, I do have a couple announcements. One, it'll be shared on our Twitter and our Instagram and our Facebook page, I believe. Uh, Belive Sports is hosting a bowl pick 'em. I think it uh, all picks have to be in by Thursday. I will get Matt. The me and Matt will share it via all the social media. I put my picks in this morning. Uh, also, our Christmas party for the Corner Roof Podcast is going to be Wednesday, uh, December twenty first. This way, Matt can go to his Jets game and get absolutely trashed, not to check in. Oh yeah, I'll be on the field too. I'm for the warm ups. Oh I'm hell sure. yeah! I better get some Snapchats, motherfucker. Oh, I will film everything. On the field. Um, I'm going to get Garrett Wilson to over on back. Hey, can you do a quick shout out to the corner booth pod? I know you don't know who that is, but just put that out there. Listen, if you can get Garrett Wilson to shout us out, I will put that in our intro every time. Oh, that'd be awesome. I'll, I'll any, any Jets, any, ours. like either that or my boy, uh, Jermaine Johnson or Sauce, any of them. And even Bob Sala. 
I don't listen. I don't care if it's the freaking water boy. Somebody has to do it. Yeah, let's see if you I can get care, one of the but... Jets players to throw us a shout out. I will edit that video and throw in our new <laughs> intro for the. I gotta get a corner booth T-shirt and do that. We'll just rip it out. Be like, yo, here we go. Shit. I mean, if you want to stop by and pick up mine and borrow for the week. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so it's the 21st. Uh, we've been doing giveaways. Plus, we will have a few special guests. It obviously will be our longest episode of the year. It usually is. Um, besides the football preview, which is so long. It's two parts. Um, I think we are doing Wednesday. Uh, yeah, it should be live. on, And also, we'll be on our YouTube the next day. Uh, yeah, because I have the day. I took the 22nd and 23rd off. So I'm like, you know what? Look at this We got the same days off. Me. Dude, I have so many days off going forward. I'm actually kind of looking forward to it. 22nd, 23rd, and the 30th. Okay, Kyler Murray's now off of the ga- possibly off of the game. Well, I wish they told us that 20 minutes ago. No, third third play of the game. What the f- <laughs> Thank God I get my two bucks back. I was only five, but like, what the shit, man! All I had to do was take the under. You know what? I'm I gonna put that a Colt McCoy bet real quick. Oh, you know, I've never I been so stressed got... over like three Wait, or four dollars. Take... Oh, I have Kyler Murray rushing mm-hmm. and interception. Shit! Oh. The game started what three minutes ago. Oh, Kyler Murray scrambles right for 44 y- for, to the 44 for three yards. Kyler Murray, first play of the game. Holy shit. What the hell? So this is a lesson learned, kids, to be responsible with your decisions. Let yeah. us do the <laughs> That's the best. That's the best way to put it. What the fuck, man? Oh my god! I think they already returned my money back. They did. They returned my money back to me because of the thing. Oh boy, that means I'm screwed out of everything. All right, let's see. Can I do anything fun with this bet? Uh, I'm just gonna bet Cardinals money line still. Win some money back. I can't get like a free five dollar something. I'm just gonna bet. I'm actually gonna I'm gonna wait until after the show because they're already down to five and a half points. I have belief in Colt McCoy. So, um, all right, let's get into the top ten receivers and we'll figure out the rest of this heartache afterward. We're actually making oh, yeah. good time today. All right, um, well, I'm gonna head up for Ted to that first. I was yeah, trying to see if they first. had Colt McCoy lines. Um, no, they're not getting. They're not giving anything. They don't want us to get screwed because they don't know if Kyler's oh, going to be back or not. He may have just. I didn't them. even get a notification about it. That's the crazy part. Anyways, I just got um, a tweet from Rap Sheet. Oh man. Um. So I took the different approach to this list. I wanted to base my list based off of 2022 statistics and production this year. So I made a top ten list based off of how players are doing right now this year with their stats. So mine's going to be a lot different than others. This is going to be fun to me. My honorable mentions get. Ready, DK Metcalf, Debo Samuel, Terry McLaurin, and I threw Travis Kelsey on there because why the fuck not? Because he's apparently like top six right now in receiving. And Cooper Cup. None of them are on my top ten. That is how this list is going to go, just to paint a picture of the difference I'm doing with this. Number ten is a tie between Amari Cooper and Christian Kirk. 
Mm-hmm. So Amari Cooper, 63 receptions, 109 targets. Mark, um, Christian Kirk, 67 receptions off 106 targets. So pretty similar identical stats with that. Both have 874 receiving yards. Both have seven touchdowns. Number nine, Tyler Lockett. Not DK Metcalf. Tyler Lockett, who's having a better year than DK Metcalf right now statistics-wise. He's got 71 receptions off 99 targets, 896 yards, and a whopping eight touchdowns right now for the Seahawks. Number eight, going to Motor City for Amonra St. Brown, who's having a really nice year so far. 82 receptions, 898 yards, six touchdowns. Number seven, you got one of the Miami uh, Dolphin duos, Jalen Waddle. Only reason why he's not really higher on this list is because he only has six touchdowns right now in the year. He's having a great season statistically otherwise, but just the touchdowns are just not there numbers-wise. Number six, CeeDee Lamb. CeeDee Lamb, in my opinion, is doing very well for a guy that does not have really any support. He does not have Amari Cooper on the other side to take some pressure off of him. Michael Gallup is in and out injured. Noah Brown is a nice fill-in, but not a true number three in my opinion. But 961 yards with six touchdowns right now. He's having a pretty good year. Number five, your boy, A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown is having a fantastic year, and I'm just trying to stay true to what I said at the beginning of the year, which is I would take him over D-Bill and D.K. any day. Him, number five, production-wise, is proves that. 65 receptions on the year right now, I believe. 1,020 yards, 10 touchdowns, and he's only going to just, just keep getting better by the game. He has a MVP quarterback right now throwing to him. Number four, Devontae Adams, who is proving the world that he does not need Aaron Rodgers to stay a true number one top receiver in the NFL. He's having a fantastic year, 82 receptions, 1,247 yards, 12 touchdowns. Man is on pace to probably have over 1,500 receptions and probably like 16-plus touchdowns right now. Uh, Number three, probably it might be similar to top three, but right now I got Stephon Diggs. Quietly, not really getting talked about, but 94 receptions on the year already. He's got 12, uh, 12,000, or wow, 1,239 yards, 10 touchdowns. You got Tyreek at number two, who's also having a great year. He's already got 100 receptions. He's got 1,460 yards, six touchdowns. And then obviously, Jay Jettis, Justin Jefferson, number one. He's got 1,500 yards, leading the league in reception yards. He's got six touchdowns, 99 receptions. All of these guys are playing hard. I went statistical for this list, and uh, shout out to uh, Travis Kelsey, who can't make this list because he's a tight end. However, he is, I believe, top five when it comes to receiving right now on this list. Mm-hmm. I love it. I just lost a... Oh, I'm sorry, but Kyler Murray is carted off the field. Yeah, I just lost a live bet because freaking... Corey Clement breaks off a 35-yarder. It was plus 1,100 for the Cardinals to punt in their first drive. And I took it with $2 and would have been a $60 payout. I'm so mad right now. Wait, did it bet me a f- – I thought I put down – how much did I lose on that one? I probably put down two. Oh, it bet $5 for me even though I said two. Great. Thanks, DraftKings. Assholes. Well, I, I hate that. I hate that. Like, I literally said $2 and they, they bet five for me. But that live betting, my buddy Don was telling me about that. I'm like, it's kind of, it's kind of like, it's kind of. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, honorable mentions for me, Mike Evans. I still think he's one of the best big receivers in the league. The problem is his production is down. He's not getting a good pace with Brady. He's getting old. CD Lamb. 
He's a Cowboys receiver. That's why he's so hyped. But honestly, his numbers aren't that great. He's having a good year receiving yards wise, but he's, he's average. Um, he's still a great receiver. He's great route runner, top five best route runner in the league. But he lacks a little explosiveness. Uh, Debo, man, he's been proven obsolete. Once you put Christian McCaffrey in his role. All right, tied for tenth. I have Jalen Waddle and DK Metcalf, both having great seasons. Both have great. Do uh running mates with him at receiver, but one's running mate is in the top ten, one's is not. DK is a is probably the best big big play receiver. I think he's surpassed, um, besides AJ Brown, obviously. I think he's the best big receiver besides Mike Evans. I think those are the big three for big guys. Um, Waddle, elite route, good route running, elite speed. Him and Tua have a good relationship. Nine. Amon Rossate Brown. This man is not only a fantasy football owner's dream, he is Jared Goff's dream. Elite just route running. Jared, Jared Goff employed. Runs tough as hell. And he's just he just gets open. He's reliable. He's the new grade A. He's the new Jarvis Landry. Just more explosive. Um, eight scary Terry. I watched this man single handedly dominate. Darius Slay for an entire drive. Darius Slay, who is in what regards one of the top five best corners in the league. I watch this guy continuously go up against top corners and smoke him. One of the most over one of the most slept on draft picks of the last 10 years. Scary Terry is definitely one of those guys. Number seven is Tyreek Hill. Having amazing stats this year. Him and two have great connection. Leads the league in receptions, I believe, in his I don't know, receiving yards. He's top five in receptions. Uh, he leads the league in receptions. Oh, so he's besides touchdowns, he's got he's one more, he he's got one more than Justin. Yeah, okay, yeah, elite speed, fastest guy in football. But here's the problem he has Waddle, and I think that kills him in this top 10 because he his touchdowns ain't there. Nope, he's still the best deep play threat in the league, though. Number five, tied for five, Devontae Adams, proving once again age is nothing but a number. This man, regardless of Derek Carr or Aaron Rodgers, is still racking up touchdowns like I'm racking up bad bets. <laughs> Tied with him at number five, speaking of touchdowns, is the man who single-handedly made the Eagles dangerous through the air. Uh, well, besides Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith, of course, Watkins. Uh, A.J. Brown is putting up a Pro Bowl season again. 1,000 yards, 10 touchdowns, I think 65, only on 66 catches. He's, he's a machine. He's just hard as hell to cover in double coverage. Can run every route in the field. Is explosive enough to get away. Loves going after the jump ball. He's perfect for the Eagles offense. He's, it also helps he's got perfect chemistry with uh, Jalen Hurts. Four, arguably the best route runner in football, Stephon Diggs. Man's a damn surgeon when he gets on the route. He also is fast. Uh, like Matt said, 10 touchdowns already. Top five in receiving yards. Top 10 in catches. Him and Josh keeping up where they left off. Number four. Three, this man suffered through a couple injuries this season, but he's still one of the most explosive big play guys in the league. His uh, running mate just missed my honorable mentions. That's Jamar Chase. One of the best big play guys in the league. Number two, this man's been out for the season for a while, but you cannot denounce the best slot receiver in football. That's Cooper Cup. Man won the Triple Crown last year. That alone holds enough weight to keep him in this list. Number one. This man may now have the greatest catch in NFL history, if not the second or third best catch, whatever you want to rank it as. I don't care. I watched it live. It was incredible. 
I told my dad, who's a Vikings fan, this is the best player you guys have had since Randy Moss. Mm-hmm. This man, honestly, it haunts the Eagles' nightmares until about now that they draft <laughs> Jalen Rager over him. Watching Jalen Rager be as bad as he is for Minnesota is hilarious. <laughs> he was better in Philadelphia. I didn't think that was possible. Justin Jefferson, folks. Shout out elite to the route uh, running, elite size, elite speed, good hands. He's got the swag. He stands out of trouble. He is the model wide receiver. He does everything right. Shout out to the uh, the Vikings. It seems like they get. It seems like every decade they get like an elite top receiver. Like they had Chris Carter in the nineties. You got Randy Moss in the late nineties, early two thousands, and then you get Justin Jefferson in the in the late twenties. Late 2010s. They had so a couple tw- good ones back in the mid 2000s too, like after Moss. Oh, would you have like? Oh, Charles they had Charles uh, Johnson, Sidney Rice, and uh, what's Charles his name? Johnson and Arbarian. Like they had like good. They had like always. The Vikings have always had good receivers. Yeah, I mean, you put them on you the pedestal, Mike like. Yeah, you forget about Mike Wallace sometimes. Mike he, Wallace was the fastest dude ever. He just could only run one route straight. Yeah, Mike Wallace, it, you know what? It, it benefited A.J. Brown, but it would have been interesting to see if he never left Pittsburgh. Hey, me, Antonio Brown, A.J. Brown. Come on, man. Don't do, don't do oh, my boy. Yeah, listen. Don't do my boy, AJ like <laughs> no. That. Listen, he's just there's, – there's only one top round right now in the league, and that's A.J. All right. Live bet. Wait, what's, what's it right now? I got to check on this. What is it? First and 10. Matt Prater's. Oh, my God. Uh, Patriots freaking... just – all right. Cardinals getting a touchdown on this drive. Book it. Live betting. Going to be the death of me. $2 down. Let's do it. <laughs> Cardinals are <laughs> scoring a touchdown. I'm getting back in the win column. Watch they throw an interception. I just I just say I'm done. I'm done. I'm done betting. All right. That is it for the Corn Booth pregame. Once again, live, uh, our live show is Thursday. A few special guests. Good uh, good betting six-pack. I'm officially done betting for the night. Um, on top of that, Matt, we also have the Christmas party come up next Wednesday. And we'll pro- no show after that, obviously, until the following Thursday, which I think this is the day before New Year's Eve. Um, or two days, whatever it is. Who cares? Um, either way. More announcements to come by the giveaways and everything else. Uh, we appreciate uh, appreciate y'all stopping by, and uh, have a great week, folks. Also, almost bowl season. Check out the pick them. We'll put it up on our pages. Hey guys, Jared. Thanks for checking out the Corner Booth Pod. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Corner Booth Pod. This podcast is brought to you by the Belly of Podcast Network.